You're listening to Spirit News Radio, your home for hyperlocal news in the communities of North Philadelphia. This week's episode was recorded on June 21st, 2017. On this week's special Fun Drive edition of Spirit News Radio, we welcome Greg LeBold, illustrator of Bald Spot Comics, and Armani Lee, local singer-songwriter who just finished performing at Firefly. To donate to WPPM and Philly Cam, be sure to check out www.phillycam.org. Or give us a call and leave a donation there. Hope you enjoy the show. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to Spirit News Radio, your home for hyperlocal news in the communities of North Philadelphia. My name is Max Pulcini. I am the managing editor and your host for the evening. And this track is Walnut by Palm. Tonight, I'm joined by Spirit Newsers Patrick Clark and Thomas Beck. And we also have a couple special guests joining us tonight. We got Greg LeBold and Armani Lee. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing pretty well. good. All right. Pretty good. Uh, a little bit about us. We are a hyper-local news organization in Philadelphia. You can check us out in print in the Riverward communities of Fishtown, Northern Liberties, Kensington, Port Richmond, Harrogate, and Bridesburg. You can also check us out online at spiritnews.org for complete coverage of North Philly. And, of course, you can listen to our radio show right here on WPPM 106.5 every Wednesday night from 6 to 7 p.m. Our weekly show, which is about only six months old, is sort of a backstage look at the biggest news stories that we cover in our neighborhoods. And each week we invite Spirit News reporters on to tell you know, a bit of the story behind the story, as well as bring on local community members to tell their stories. But before we get into tonight's show, I just want to take a few minutes to talk about Fund Drive. That's WPPM's first ever on-air fundraising effort. So all week right here on WPPM, we've been urging listeners to donate to Philly Cam uh, in order to raise funds for our radio station. All the all the money we raise for Fund Drive will help pay for all this awesome equipment that we use to transmit our radio show and so many other uh, awesome programs here on WPPM. Uh, while we may be the only local news show on the station, uh, this is a soundboard for so many uh, great local news, art, sports, culture, and social justice programming. Uh, why do we need to raise funds, you might ask. Uh, Philly Cam receives grants from cable franchise agreements to fund public access television. However, these grants do not fund the equipment necessary for us to make this radio station possible. Uh, you know, This includes stuff like the transmitter, the antenna, the tower, and so much more. So that's why we're engaging with you, our loyal listeners, in this grassroots fundraising effort to support WPPM. Fun Drive has been in full force all week and runs through Sunday, and so far we've raised uh, over $2,500 uh, thanks to listeners like you. So, you know, please keep calling in. We, we love the support. You know, if you're asking yourself why should you support WPPM, well, the answer is easy. It's because independent media like this is so important. Uh, shows like Spirit News Radio aim to cover underserved communities and deliver uh, stories larger outlets may miss. 
you know, we also provide hyperlocal focus to big national issues, uh, creating media for the for the community by the community. Uh, independent media is uncensored and non beholden to corporate agendas. So uh, it's really important to have organizations like Spirit News and Philly Cam available for uh, everyone to to have access to free, fair media. Uh, you can donate by visiting phillycam.org or give us a ring at 215-923-9776. And the first caller of the night will get a free Spirit News t-shirt. So Give us a ring. We'd, uh, we'd love to hear from you. We got some awesome uh, volunteers working the phone lines, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, uh, thanks again for listening. And in honor of Fun Drive, we have a very special night of programming for our listeners that uh, features our two special guests, uh, Greg and Armani. We got Greg in the studio right now. What's going on, Greg? Oh, Max. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing awesome. I'm just drawing on uh, the program sheet here the notes well that's that's very apropos <laughs> for you yeah. so so for those of you who don't know greg lebold he is a spirit note uh, spirit news's uh, very own comic strip journalist uh so he 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 does a uh, the weekly bald spot comic strip uh word search it's fun games comics storytelling uh all all made uh in the neighborhood so uh thanks thanks for coming on the show man no problem uh, so, you know, we'll get right into it. Uh, Greg, you're one of the most fun-loving, art-advocating people I know. Uh, and that's saying something, because I know a lot of I know a lot of artists, but you take the cake, man. And uh, you're just a damn fun person to be around. You got you got the great positive vibes. Uh, you know, I always love having you around, and, and we're really excited to have you on the show. So, you know, why don't we, why don't we start with, uh, when did you start making art? Oh, well, I imagine as early as I could hold a pencil or a pen or, you know, whatever art-making tool. It would be. Um, my parents always encouraged us to make things yeah. uh, growing up. So it was whatever, if it was build a fort and destroy it in the backyard or um, play in the sandbox for hours with toys or uh, build a giant snow sled uh, fort launching pad. I don't know. You name it. Yeah. But uh, drawing forever. Always. Yeah. yeah. When did you start with comic strips? Comics is probably uh, really pushing it uh, around 90, 91. I, I started really trying to be a cartoonist. Uh, big influence, of course, the Daily Strips, Garfield, uh, Foxtrot, or uh, Calvin and Hobbes, you know, all classics. those, all, all the classics. Um, and uh, so I started making a. Uh, my own little like farm comic called Utters and Up, and <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was it was you know typical family you know there was a mom and a dad and then a couple kids and all the farm animals and there was kind of this surrounded by the one kid he just didn't really want to be in the farm life and uh, everyone around him sort of just kind of threw him through all sorts of hoops and uh he was the tortured character i guess right. you could say <laughs> um but then yeah i went on to uh do many kinds of things after that kind of put it on the back burner and comics came back uh, in my adult life so yes uh, yeah. tell, tell us about the process i mean wh how how did you get to where you are right now uh well i went to in high school you know it was kind of like very encouraged art program at the high school i went to and then uh uh, it was Council Rock High School in mm -hmm. Bucks County. And then uh, when I went to college at Tyler School of Art, 
Temple uh, temp- represent te- Temple's art school uh, before they moved to main campus. Um, of course, surrounded by all sorts of artists and creative people. Um, but uh, there was, you know, illustration is always just a big part of my process. But I studied printmaking and got into sculpture and performance and music and everything combined. But uh, I think what it comes down to the core, my core beginnings always come back to drawing because right. that's where the ideas start. And um, for me, it's as simple as having an experience or seeing something I think needs to be documented and then write it down, turn it into a drawing, redraw it, or just throw ink and color on top and say it's, uh, you know, say it's to my satisfaction, a finished piece. But, uh, um, the ideas really can come from anywhere. Uh, right. It's just a matter of having a pen and a paper. Yeah. So let, let's, let's talk about the, uh, the current strip that you have every week in, in spirit news, uh, bald spot comics. And, you know, when we are, are first met, we were kind of talking about ways we could, you know, take things that you see. You're a guy who's always out and about, you know, the neighborhoods, always walking your pup. Um, you know, we, we talked about, you know, taking these things that you see and turning them into a form of comic journalism. Right. Um, tell us a bit more about the, the, the bald spot comics, the inspiration and, uh, you know, kind of your approach. Okay. So, uh, bald spot comics is my take on the classic cartoon lump on the, uh, the top of a character's head when they get bopped by another character, say, you know, Looney Tune, whatever. Right. Um, I, as I was starting to lose my hair in my uh, early twenties, I noticed there was a you know a place for uh, ideas to live and grow and form, and uh, I call that the island that lives in the ocean that is my la- lost well the drying out ocean that is my head of hair right <laughs> so um, global warming is real folks. <laughs> <laughs> at least in hair loss uh, terms but. Yeah, so it just kind of like became this sort of avenue for ideas to kind of live and exist and and, uh, characters could visit me in in my mind, my perspective, my point of view is from this bald spot. But uh, more locally focused in Spirit News and Fishtown, Kensington area, uh, my bald spot then becomes the the storytelling uh, avenue for... uh, whatever wacky individual I might run into or just something strange in the neighborhood that I notice, or maybe just some everyday actual life struggles or good feelings that I experience with people and businesses or community members. And, um, my dog, of course, absolutely. He's, right. he's my partner in crime. So. Well, yeah. So let, let's get into the characters. Uh, you know, you have you have quite a few recurring characters in in Bald Spot comics. Yeah. One of which is is your dog Splinter. Yes. You got some other ones. Uh, my favorites are Mark and Glory and 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 Spirit Man, the big like superhero kind of guy. Right. Spirit Man. He's hey, that's how I uh, I introduced the comic to you guys was with Spirit Man and. Uh, or also known as Fun Art Dude. Fun Art Dude. Um, he, he's so yeah. So Fun Art Dude would be like my Spider Man if I was Peter Parker, but I'm Greg LeBold. My superhero secret identity is Fun Art Dude, and he goes around trying to make the community a better place by saving the world through inspiring art making. And you know, if there's ever a problem, you know, you can solve it through. Uh, uh, the therapy of art, I right. guess, or at least that's 
one way to, to do it. But um, the joke in my comic is that, you know, everybody who knows me knows that I'm fun art dude, but in my mind, no, no one knows or notices that I'm fun art dude. And <laughs> I think it's my secret, but everyone knows because I publish it in a newspaper. Uh, <laughs> and unlike Spider-Man, fun art dude is a real person. You were out, fun art dude was out on the town at the Kinetic Sculpture Derby. That's right. And, and you won best costume. I won best costume and I wrote a giant pencil around the neighborhood and I had giant crayons with all the street names of the parade route. And uh, we drew on the street with sidewalk chalk and the kids. Uh, you know, all you really need to do is just bring a bunch of fun stuff to make make things with on the street and people will flock to you and they'll have a great time and uh it's wacky what they'll come up with um so yeah so spirit man or fun art dude we got mark and glory glory who are like my odd couple of yeah. artists who they're these brothers who live together and one's very productive and the other is pretty lazy but very talented and one just wants to do right and the other could care less what you know he's pretty self uh, he's selfish. He's pretty playful of himself. So <laughs> it's it's kind of a beautiful, different take on the odd couple, I guess you will. And then um, Splinter, my dog, of course, is a uh, real life inspiring motivator to uh, to tell silly stories because I mean, that dog will be terrified of lightning or fireworks <laughs> as he was this week in the paper, or you know gobble up some dress socks and throw them up in the middle of the night or um you know just have a great great experience playing and doing something but he's the reason i get out on the street and walk around all the time and and for those of you out there who have not seen greg's comics or do not know greg in person uh splinter is a very big dog mm. a big woolly almost bear dog but uh it's so funny to hear him be a uh, such a scaredy cat <laughs> oh yeah yeah he's afraid of um lots of sounds like thunder and uh, a lot of dogs have this problem but uh for him it's just like debilitating i mean he just starts shaking oh. and uh hunches over and sometimes drools everywhere oh. but uh i'd make a f safe space for him in the closet or the basement and he he'll calm down but the dog yeah he's about 90 pounds he's kind of a terrier pit bull mix mutt Classic Benji on steroids. <laughs> uh, movie dog. Everybody who sees him around town says, he looks like that dog from that movie. But they won't ever tell me what movie it is. <laughs> um, which, you know, he's a cartoon. He's he's a cartoon character, and uh, but he's real. He's very real. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. You know, I, I love the way you inject real life into your into your very not real life cartoons. It's, right. it's awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, aside from from cartoons and comics, uh, you're like a renaissance man of sorts when it comes to your art. Uh, I know you do. Uh, you know, you make T-shirts. You do face painting. Mm -hmm. You love hanging out uh, with kids at, at different events. You're a musician. Uh, tell us about the other kind of art you right. do and and how that differs from you know the comic strip you do every week in the paper. Right. So I guess to break it down, there's uh, you know a printmaking Greg, a face painting Greg, a dog walking Greg, a comic Greg, a musical Greg. There's so many different versions of myself that I could be every any given day, but. Um, I, I am very well known for a, a screen printing pattern that I've been creating for the last 10 years It's called the Labold mold spore print. And it basically takes the idea of how mushrooms reproduce 
with spores right. and I applied it to my own mark making capabilities and decided that if a mushroom can make millions of spores and then potentially go on to create millions more mushrooms uh, and et cetera, et cetera, why can't I create as many marks as I possibly can? Yeah. And then those marks, if the conditions are right for my art to live and be nurtured in a space, say a gallery, a coffee shop, a home, somebody collects my work, you know, then more of my art will survive and I can make more and, you know, more and more and more. It's all just a motivator to make the most of myself and the potential of my mark making. It's funny. I, I have, I have one of the bold mold spore hoodies and there's been a couple occasions where I'm, I'm wearing it out and about town and someone will come up to me. They'll like, look at me. They'll give me a high five and say, nice little bold original you got there. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened a couple of times. It's really funny. Well, and that's one of my underground secrets is that, uh, you know, I don't really do any marketing. I don't sell it in stores. I don't put it anywhere because uh, it's a very organic process that it's been growing. This project is all about uh, connecting the dots and meeting the right people and making making uh, making a connection that bond bonds for a life lifetime right so it's kind of like you get a great shirt from greg compliments will just be coming at any given time you know <laughs> you'll feel better about yourself uh, um, but so there's there's screen printing that's a big part of my art and a lot of that turns into costume making and sculpture and performing later um, and the face paint that I would do at events mm -hmm. uh, for kids or uh, for adults also. Um, all of those things kind of pull together and then become a great bigger project that I've been working on for a while now called Guitarcules, which is music-inspired. Again, another motivational tool where uh, I created a rock and roll deity named Guitarcules to empower me to play guitar and motivate me to be a better musician. So like any... Um, sort of uh, judgment day may come upon you your your deity would then ask of you to you know report to them with uh, your uh, allegiance right so right. the rock and roll deity asks <laughs> that you practice and prepare for him so when he arrives uh, you're ready you know you're ready for his his day of judgment Wh whatever it may be you know it's just kind of the like tricking you know everyone needs a reason to to be motivated to do something right Absolutely. so just uh why not create a cartoon character or uh, someone to pretend to be and dress up as and perform as? So, uh, Guitarcules is coming though. So, everybody get ready. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on the topic of performance art and costume making, let's let's talk about uh, something we have discussed in the past, and that's uh, rabble rousers. You're involved in oh, right, yeah. in the the North Philly Mummer Brigade, right? And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Rabble Rousers? And, and, you know, let's actually get into what happened this past January. Okay, so uh, I guess, you know, the Rabble Rousers were uh, an offshoot of the Vaude Villains Brigade because I guess Vaude Villains were meeting up around South Philly or sort of like Space 1026 Center City area. And then there must have been a handful of people who were in the North Philly side of things that wanted to make it a little more localized for their community. Um, I joined up with that group about three years ago uh, through a bunch of friends. And so I, I know know all of their origins or why, but they're mostly very socially, uh, social justice engaged uh, satire, right? You know, they, they, they like to um, 
they do like to save save a lot of people and uh, make a lot of people feel better about themselves and welcome all, all walks of life into this parade. Uh, but so this year we were a little more controversial than normal because we decided to um, call out everyone involved in the Mummers Brigade and make them all uh, realize how we're all responsible for what goes on at the parade and whose feelings may be hurt by... Um, right, it's, 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 know, it's no mystery that the Mummers Parade has had... Uh, some spotty history when it comes to being accepting of all races, creeds, orientations, and you know there's been some insensitive uh, sketches out there. Yeah, or just the uh, kind of like taking someone's culture and um, using it to make fun of, make fun is you know it's a it's a fine line of where there's uh, it's okay I guess and uh, but the the jab we made was that uh the parade needed to clean its act up and uh so we made a giant toilet uh <laughs> and a giant emoji poop poop emoji uh riding down parading down the broad street with um with this uh you know crappy skit which that was the idea was that we were saying you know all these other bad ideas are allowed into the parade and no one is responsible for it. No one, not the judges, not the TV, the media, no, no person, uh, none of the, uh, the brigades leadership, no one, uh, challenges anybody. It's all right. just, Oh, they just put a shoulder to it. So, um, we just decided we would, um, sort of put it in front of everyone's face. And, um, you know, of course, when they did broadcast our, performance on tv but they decided to not read at all what we wrote or you know they pretended to lose the notes or they were never given the notes you know because they didn't want pierre robert saying that what this piece of poop was about you know? um, uh, but that all of that being said we decided to bring it back to our neighborhood and do a performance right. in in kensington outside of pbc brewing and uh the lost bar so that we could give something back to the neighborhood that we made all this stuff in because we can't compete with what the debauchery may become at two street down South Philly. And it's just like a totally different experience. And if it's what you're into, it's what you're into. It's just, we weren't interested in uh, submitting ourselves to that torture again, because I mean, I've definitely had a lot of people, uh, be be it gets that time of night too. At the end of the day, the people are a lot worse uh, than they started out. And get a couple and drinks in you. By a couple, <laughs> I mean like a case. It could be, <laughs> it, but uh, but you know we're um we're always planning some some new ideas, and I think it's next year. This year is the goal is I should say it. I just since I have the opportunity, uh, we're we're trying to just straight up do our own parade in our neighborhood and not even go to the Mummers Parade uh, on Broad Street because uh, Mummers should be everywhere. Yeah, it shouldn't just be one route; it should be everywhere. So um, that might be harder to uh, though. Well, but, there's anybody that can pull it off. It's it's you and your your merry band of rabble rousers. I'm sure. Right, they are. Uh, there's an amazing group though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just, I'm just a costume guy really when it comes down <laughs> to it. Like I'm not at all the organizer or, uh, the, the voice. I'm just, uh, one of the excited people that yeah. wants to make everybody look great. Yeah. And, um, 
So if I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, it's because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not the voice of the rabble rousers. Um, but I did make it on the cover of the Daily News for some reason. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an achievement in itself. Yes, absolutely. So, so let's talk about the neighborhood. You know, what's uh, you know, why do you love Fishtown East Kensington? What what makes it so attractive to artists? What makes it uh, what makes it so special in your opinion? Uh, here's a funny story: is that I feel like I just got comfortable and never left uh, when I first moved into town. Back in 2007, it was because the screen printing supply place was right down the street right. from the house I looked at. And I was printing a lot at the time, so it seemed very convenient. Uh, I ended up moving into another place in the neighborhood that was like a warehouse, with lots of artists and musicians. And the way that that community kind of just sort of pulled in all sorts of people from traveling all over the world. And uh, it seemed like a great place to stay and be for for a long time. And then uh, once I moved out of the warehouse and into a, a little row home here in uh, Kensington, I mean, I had already established a lot of bonds and friendships by that point that anytime I walk down the street, I'm going to run into 10 people right. I know. And as they don't even have to call a single person. I could just walk around and there I'll see a friend, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, on top of that, I could probably lead a tour of all the amazing art engineer design manufacturing companies and small businesses that are run in like an eight to 20 to 40 block radius in that neighbor you know that right. that area there's just studio 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 business but you know there's amazing hub of arts and culture so um that's why it's just it's just like a very comfortable, cool, cool spot for me to be, and uh, that's why I never left. So yeah, for now. <laughs> Let, let's talk about some of the other artists in the neighborhood that you admire. You're wearing a shirt right now. That's the PFCU mural. Yeah, uh, that uh, was Jeffro Kilpatrick and uh, Brad Carney. Brad Carney, work. yeah. Uh, who are some other local artists in the neighborhood who you really admire? I uh, gotta gotta shout out to my bestie. Uh, her name is Jarmel. Uh, she runs a ceramics, uh, hand formed pottery and hand painted company that's called Jarmel by Jarmel. <laughs> um, it's really great. Uh, a lot of fun and colorful stuff. Our work goes really well together. Um, lots of, lots of animals, bad animals that are, she makes cute, you know, like Jaguar or, uh -huh. Just um, happy, rainbow smiling faces, and she makes a lot of mugs, planners. Um, but every year, every holiday, uh, Christmas, Hanukkah time, holiday season, we have a uh, a uh, art show called the Winter Whateverland, <laughs> and uh, it's really whatever we put in it. Yeah, um, obviously, it's just whatever you want to celebrate. We're celebrating it with you. Um, and then uh, I just I have some some other uh, friends at the studio building that I work out of. Uh, they're called Forge and Finish. Okay. They're a jeweler jewelry collective, and uh, they've just been they're always so inspiring because they their business has been running for probably the last three to four years max. I don't mm -hmm. know how. I mean, they've all been doing it for a really long time, but they started this business and uh, they're at every uh, art craft functioning uh market uh they're just 
kicking butt and uh their studio is beautiful they opened a little gallery in the building and so look for forge and finish uh if you're looking for a wedding ring or engagement uh or just like a anniversary they probably have it i don't know what you know i buy my sister earrings there all the time so um Uh, yeah so, so you know Again, this is uh, Spirit News Radio on uh, WPPM 106.5 here with Greg LeBold, a uh, local comic artist, local artist in general. Um, you know, we're here talking about, uh, you know, Fun Drive and, and why local media is so important. Greg, why do you think art is so important? Oh, art s- saves, right? Doesn't it just make everything better? It's, I think so. It's It, it like, actually is um culture right it yeah. is is like what people need to communicate and survive and it feeds each other and inspires to make more and do better and create and um you know i think it's just kind of like a wild thing that we would even say like cut it and give it less uh you know we should give it more give right. give the arts more um because uh if nobody does then we got what are we gonna eat what are we gonna eat (laughs) who knows do you think uh there's such a thing as bad art or do you think all art is good yeah definitely there is bad art but it's good that it happened you know it's like it should happen bad art (laughs) (laughs) i like like that i like that yeah as someone who's probably created a ton of bad art in his life (laughs) i I appreciate that (laughs) it's bad you know it is bad uh, and it's good. So it's kind of uh, the dueling forces, you know, it's all perspective to yeah, you, you know, right. like tomato, tomato, what tastes good to you after, uh, I don't know, a cup of that coffee that I just drank, you know, like, <laughs> like, like whatever I eat after that has got to be better. Greg, you know? <laughs> uh, so other than uh, Bald Spot Comics in uh, Spirit News every week, where else can we find your stuff, man? Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So I guess... You can look at the archive on artblog.org when I was drawing comics for them on 2015 to 2016. So there's a big, long archive of all the wacky comics I made for them. Uh, I have an Instagram. It's called Old Greg LeBold Mold. <laughs> I'm Old Greg! And, yeah, and <laughs> I, I currently post most of the things that you're going to see current, up-to-date, would be there. Uh, but if you Google my name, you'll probably see a bunch of other weird stuff that I abandoned on like a <laughs> blog here or a blog there. But um, I also uh, have funartdude.com, which is really just a weird photo of me. And that's about it. I'm so. really happy you have that <laughs> URL. Yeah, I got that in my name, which is nothing right now. So um, your best bet is to just walk around Fishtown and look for me and see what I'm wearing and what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, and then maybe they'll be the subject of the next bald spot comic yeah i mean if you want to be in it or you don't want to be in it there's a chance that you might uh you might make the cut just uh uh obviously uh just depends on what's going on what's really more important to me that week am am i stressed out or am i feeling good um this is uh it's been pretty cool Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, thanks thanks a bunch for coming on. Thank you. Really appreciate it, and thanks for all you do for uh, Spirit News. We, uh, we we love Bald Spot Comics. I know a lot of people look forward to it every week. Uh, the word search, people love it. The old yeah. ladies complain if it's not in. Uh, I got I to gotta <laughs> throw it in there more often. I just, I've been getting uh, a little carried away with some of this personal stuff. Yeah. But, um, but I will say this. 
I will be back to this show because there's so much more to talk about. I feel like we uh, we've just it, scratched the surface. Yeah, if you'll have me back, absolutely. Uh, we can we can dig deeper into the the mountain that is the bald spot on <laughs> the island that lives in my uh, ever droughtful droughting uh, ocean of hair that I'm losing. <laughs> um, that's a mouthful. So awesome. Well, thanks that, again. Thanks, yeah. thanks a bunch, bud. Really appreciate it. All right. Um, so yeah, if, if you're just tuning in, this is Spirit News Radio live here on WPPM 106.5 FM. Um, you know, just to let everyone else know we're we're in the middle of a special broadcast right now where we're talking about Fund Drive, WPPM's first ever on-air fundraising effort. Uh, you can donate by visiting phillycam.org or give us a call at 215-923-9776. Uh, not sure if anyone's called in yet. Uh, looking out there and don't see anybody working the phone. But uh, the first person to call in gets a free T-shirt. So call us, donate, help us out. Um, you know, WPPM is proud to be non-commercial and community-minded. This means we depend on listener support to keep doing what we're doing here. There's a total of 46 volunteer-produced programs on the station with 76 programmers working together to produce over 60 hours of local content weekly. And unlike other area stations, WPPM welcomes program proposals and submissions from listeners. That means you, yes, you out there, can be part of WPPM's programming. If you want a show, send in your idea. Uh, in fact, we currently have more than 10 new people-powered radio shows in development. You know, WPPM, much like Spirit News, is com uh, committed to presenting content produced by and for the people of Philadelphia and supports local artists, musicians, activists, community members, and leaders, people like you. So why is independent media important? You know, why is art important? Uh, it, it's important because, you know, we pride ourselves on being a community watchdog and covering the stories that other larger media outlets may, uh, they may miss. We cover stories and people that otherwise may be drowned out by the mainstream media and their shrinking newsrooms. So that's why we're seeking out local freelance reporters from the neighborhoods to cover uh, and, and provide historical records of what happens in our developing, ever-changing communities. Independent free media is also an important aspect of our First Amendment. Uh, you know, just today I was out there with uh, the People Powered Lunch Hour broadcasting live from Independence Mall, uh, where we discussed the importance of local media at the very place where our country was born. So your support this week goes a long way in ensuring that we can continue to provide this type of media and news to you now and into the future. So once again, you can donate by visiting phillycam.org or give us a ring. Lines are open at 215-923-9776. So along with Greg, we have another artist in studio tonight. Uh, we have a singer-songwriter, Armani Lee, who is uh, back for his second stint here on Spirit News Radio. How's it going, man? It's great. It's great to finally be here. I felt like uh, all odds were against me trying to get here. But... Yeah, man. What happened? <laughs> no, it was just, you know, traffic, and then the rain came out of nowhere, and I was trying to protect my guitar, of course. Of so. course. Yeah, you Baby. came in here with a towel draped over yeah. your guitar. <laughs> I had to like, run back to the car. I was like, oh, my God. The rain, but no, I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Uh, we really Thomas appreciate it, man. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you. Thank you for having me back. As absolutely, well. absolutely. So for those of you who don't know Armani, he is a singer-songwriter influenced by the awesome genres of reggae and jazz. And, you know, if, if I remember correctly, you didn't, you didn't even pick up a guitar until you started School at Temple, right? Yes, that is correct. And it started as like a dorm room project that has now evolved into you performing at Firefly Music Festival. Yeah, man. Just last a, week. It's a crazy ride, but, uh, you know, head... 
head straight and I'm just going. That's awesome, man. Back. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. So, you know, that was last we talked, you know, you were you were kind of planning for Firefly, you were getting yeah. your material ready, getting your chops up. Uh so what's been new, you know, what what's been going on since we last spoke uh, leading up to Firefly? Oh yeah, so leading up to Firefly was intense cuz I was trying to get, you know, everything in line. I, I uh, executed and got some stickers made which I passed out at the festival which went really well. Uh, recording a single that you know is getting mixing mixed and mastered right now so releasing that and rehearsing with the band that was really uh exciting you know, so it wasn't just a solo effort no that was the best part about the whole thing honestly it's just being able to um <clears throat> perform with other musicians and i had a saxophone upright bass uh drums and my brother singing background vocals oh that's awesome nice. yeah it's, it's a family like, affair <laughs> yeah and, and that's all it is you know that's kind of like why i do it it's just like for connection for the people that were there you know I felt like a really good energy and you know I think just like overall like your question what was I doing leading up to it was just like preparing myself and like my mind and my body and my soul to like interact with as many people as I can because it's an overwhelming amount of people but yeah you know going there with the right intentions so tell us about Firefly what was it like yeah I mean it was the best weekend of my life for sure I mean uh shout out to Red Frog Entertainment the people that put on Firefly because they treat artists so well like you know golf carts and cases and cases of water and food whatever like you know but just the way that they treated us and respected you know we're there to display our art and our craft and of course rec philly rec philly absolutely crushed it that weekend and just like produced high quality content like they had seven people in a tent just constantly editing shooting filming like it was just incredible so rec philly uh helps get you there oh yeah of course i mean rec philly is like the bread and butter of putting you know, Philadelphia musicians and creatives and the best places in the country and in the world, honestly, Fireflies. Yeah, yeah. For the uninformed, uh, Rec Philly is a local music incubator, you would say. Is that the best way of describing them? Yeah, it's it's just a spot for creatives to go and just find the resources that they need to take their, you know, either career more seriously. Like if you need to get educated in how to build a brand online or whatever, they have, you know, educational classes for you. But if you're ready to monetize, then cool, we'll put you in the right position to you know, be the best you can be. And Sweet. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'd, I'd just be interested to hear, like, what was it like to go to Firefly as a performer? Like, were you were you staying intense with the, with the rest of the rabble, or did they did they treat you a little better? It's funny, because uh, I went to Firefly a couple years, at, a couple years ago as a consumer, like, with the fans, like, in the parking lot, sleeping on the, you know, the gravel, like, <laughs> yeah. doing the whole thing. Been there, done that. Yeah, and, <laughs> it's and awesome. It, and it was incredible. I loved it. You know, it was such a great experience. So I prepared for, you know, this weekend in that same vein and when i got there i just uh i wasn't ready for you know like the way that they treated us like i did uh sleep in a tent but it was like in the artist compound and you walk up and they have like you know air-conditioned porta potties and nice showers and there's a catering tent and there's like billboards there with their media tent rex there and then it's just like a line of tour buses from you know the biggest artists. Yeah. Did you the say world. the porta potties were air conditioned? Yes, they were. That's really? amazing. So that's not even <laughs> a porta potty. That's, no, like that's a, a thing, you know. Like. That's like a basically a real bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But that, you know, just like little intricacies like that, and just the artist lounge. You can pick up some free drinks. You can just hang out, and it just it really just like humanizes everyone. You know, mm. just to see huge artists be walking around yeah, yeah. What, what were your biggest like sightings did you get to meet chance the rapper oh uh, i didn't get to meet chance the rapper unfortunately uh <laughs> i was actually insanely tired by the time he came out because i performed at 10 30 that oh, morning yeah. wow so like long day yeah but i was there because it was incredible and his energy and the way he controlled the crowd was really inspiring 
caught my hat. <laughs> yeah, it was really inspiring. But um, I, I'm trying to think of who the biggest person. It really wasn't like big people. It was really just connecting with other artists that were kind of on the same level as me, like that were all camping and mm-hmm. you know going through that whole experience as well. But just being back there and seeing how like the inner workings of a huge festival, you know, goes like all the ice, all the right, like golf carts just going left and right, zooming people around with all the you know materials to get everything prepared. It's just yeah, mind blowing. Oh, I'm Pretty sure that's a great way to network with other like you said oh, artists yeah. on the same level. So next time you're performing in a town where some of these folks are from, of course, you have somebody to connect with. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's what it's all about, really. You know, just trying to shake hands. It doesn't even matter if it's people in your genre per se. Right, it's just like a blended thing nowadays. Is you know, artists trying to keep creating art and help other people that are on the same wave. So right. It's really great, honestly. Totally. Um, so, like, what was the performance itself like? Was this, like, your biggest performance to date, oh, like, yeah, in terms sure. of, like, attendance? Um, yeah, definitely, for sure. Um, it was definitely my biggest performance, like, stage-wise. It was, like, a nice big stage and sound crew and the whole thing. But um, audience-wise, it was cool because it was, like, the uh, the first day it was, like, in this spot where there was like a lot of vending going around same day uh second day as well mm-hmm. but it just offered a lot of opportunity for people to n- not necessarily have to be there like front row jamming but to just be there and to just be in the a- that atmosphere because i was playing at ten thirty in the morning right so yeah, people were yeah. just waking up like getting their coffee getting their whole situation for the day set uh ready to go and i'm just like okay i'm gonna ease you into the day with my music play some acoustic guitar just like and people were you know turning around honestly the entire time i was playing i felt like the audience's energy was coming in rather than out and mm-hmm. that was really like powerful for me you know to be playing like my words and my songs and my chords and all these things alongside great musicians and have people be coming in it was just like yeah i can imagine playing that early in the morning you'd probably have a lot of people that were you know coming in after like hearing a little bit mm-hmm. thought it sounds good it comes in i can that that definitely makes a lot of sense for sure did you um, picture everyone in the audience naked <laughs> <laughs> i know public i uh, truthfully i never understood why people suggest to do that i know public speakers do it but yeah. i've never found it uh <laughs> i find that effective. hilarious yeah in all the time i've performed on stage i've never tried that one but um has anyone been actually naked i was gonna ask <laughs> that, <laughs> was gonna that would be distracting not in the artist compound i think they were all like, pretty composed i wasn't out walking around unfortunately because that's where all the good stuff happens but uh no nothing like that but um as far as like seeing people in their underwear or whatever like to get yourself prepared for a moment like that uh, one thing that I tried to instill in my set this year, and I hope to like keep doing it moving forward, was just to, like just take a deep breath with the audience, like to ask them to participate with me, because like so many times I just rush into things and I'm just like, and I'm not taking the time to just be like, okay, I'm here, cool, everything's cool. <laughs> so like that was really powerful to have the audience raise their hands at 10:30 in the morning and just breathe with me, you know, just feel that like just before I even started my set, so that just like set everything off right and you know more and more people were feeling that 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 feel because that's what my music is a feel Mm -hmm. cool um so you know music festival a lot of un you know a lot of unforeseen things happen what was like kind of the weirdest moment for you good or bad that's a good question wow i gotta think about that for a second (laughs) i gotta retract in my memory weirdest moment at firefly this year hmm I don't know. There was this like infamous guy who was in like a full body suit, but it was like really weird. And he had the like one of those morph suits. Yeah, it was like a morph suit, but it was like nude. It was like the first time I've ever seen a nude morph suit. Mm-hmm. But he had like a cl- like huge red clown lips and blonde hair and like 
big blue eyes and he was really freaky looking. And he, was just like, he was dancing like uh, it wasn't fun art guy, Greg. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it was unsettling art guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember where I was uh, during the Firefly Festival. Oh, you were there? Was this you? I might have been. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't hate you. No judgment because that's a no judgment zone. Right, right, you know, right, like, right. It's all about expressing yourself. But that guy, I saw him, and I, you know, lo- later on in the day, you know, I was having my drinks, doing my thing or whatever. And I saw him and I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> like his energy just like passed by me. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about you. <laughs> but it was cool. It was all love, you know. That yeah. certainly qualifies as weird. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, if, if you go on the uh, Firefly, whatever, whatever the fan page on Facebook, you know, the big community. Someone like has a picture of him on there if you want to check it out. It's pretty funny because he's just like super weird. I will definitely check that yeah, out. Yeah, not before bed though. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. no, not at all. I don't want that to be the last lights thing on, I look at. Yeah, lights on. I'm gonna get the big <laughs> yeah. lights on. Everything. Um, so, did you check out? Did you get a chance to really like experience the festival, like just as a spectator? Like, what were your favorite performances that you got to see? For sure. I mean, I definitely uh, made sure that I did that because I'm a fan first and foremost. That's why, like, I do what I do is because I love music. So um, some of my favorite performances, uh, I saw Nako and the Medicine for the People, and that was the first time I saw them. And they have like a really uh, incredible instrumentation. They have a violin and trumpet, or it's not, it's like a French horn or something like that. But and then Nako is playing multiple instruments. It just it was like really healing music and powerful lyrics, and to see people engage with that, like music um, that had a message, and to draw a lot of people in was really inspiring for me. And also, Stick Figure killed it. Just another reggae band that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, Chance the Rapper was, you know, Chance the Rapper. He was pretty incredible. He brought it. Yeah, he definitely brought it. You know, I didn't know what to expect because, you know, Chance the Rapper, he's a rapper. And I saw him a couple years ago when he was at Firefly, like acid rap. And mm-hmm. it was cool turn up type thing, but he really, like. He's definitely evolved since yeah, then. Yeah, he has evolved and it was beautiful, you know, because it's like, he's like uh, the definition of a real artist, like a true artist because right. you're, you're evolving and you're not you know afraid to be independent or you're not afraid to stand for what you believe in that's art for me you know like, yeah I, I feel like when the historians chart his career they're definitely gonna do it before grammy and after grammy <laughs> <laughs> i don't um, mean to be that guy but i don't know who chance the rapper okay, is. okay well you can't participate well, in this conversation okay, well listen Beck also didn't know who the wu-tang clan was when he started interning with spirit news <laughs> <laughs> that's before my time but i mean i know who chance the rapper is i don't know his music okay, i want well, to qualify by saying that we'll take a listen later on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah, on the car ride back. I definitely agree. Like, I'm definitely not like the biggest Chance the Rapper fan, but I think just like what he stands for and what he's doing in the industry and like as an independent artist, like it's really inspiring to just to see him move and how humble he is. At, like, yeah. Yeah. The biggest. Got to respect the craft. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what would you say like you're bringing back most from that experience? What What kind of changed? Wow. What changed everything, <laughs> but nothing. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I know that that's what I am, like put here to do, but just to be there and actually do it and like be barefoot on the stage and to feel myself like on the stage looking out at the crowd. It was just like moment of reassurance, you know. But I mean, what do I learn? That I don't want to look back. I don't want to go backwards. You know, on Unf- like as great of an experience it is to be like a spectator like i liked getting carted around in golf carts and yeah. you know like it felt, <laughs> like it felt it felt cool you know like i, I enjoyed it and not to be you know that dude because that's not how i am but just like the whole experience you know like i felt like i was there to create and to you know impact people with my music outside of you know yeah and just realistically you know 
as a performer they need to make sure you're there on time you yeah. gotta have yeah. those yeah. amenities oh yeah the stage you, was super far they gotta make it happen yeah, <laughs> great that's well, awesome are you you think we're ready for some uh yeah some music? so I, I just had one more question we'll get right into it yeah. you know the set that you that you performed was it did you do any covers was it all new stuff was it all original stuff yeah. and then what are you going to perform for us tonight right now uh what i'm going to perform whatever you guys are feeling honestly but, um, <laughs> <laughs> the set was honestly like uh, one of my favorite sets i've ever played so we started with uh renaissance which is an original right. song kind of like a my mission statement it's your manifesto you know? yeah exactly you know so um and then we followed up with paradolia which is a new song that like i'm not even 100 percent sure if it's finished but like i made sure that we played it because uh I wrote it after Justin Graham passed away, and he mm-hmm. was a Philadelphia musician who like really inspired me, and he was a really like amazing poet and you know singer songwriter. But after he passed away, I was like, wow, like legacy. What's your legacy? If right. I were to, if I were to drop right now, like what is it? All I have all this music, you know, backlogged, and right. like, no one can hear it because it's on my phone, you know, like passcodes and all kinds of stuff. But if I, it was it, that that song was probably my favorite, even though it might not have been the smoothest because it felt good. To sing mm-hmm. it. So let's hear something. Yeah, why don't you, why don't yeah. you get let's yourself get set up? up and, uh, you know, this will be the last opportunity for me to mention that this is WPPM Fun Drive Week. Uh, you know, one last reminder that this is happening from, it started on Monday, we're going until Sunday. So listeners out there in Radioland, please donate the Philly Cam. Please help us raise funds for our radio station. All the funds we raise from the drive will help pay for the equipment we use to transmit our radio show. The stuff we're using right now. So please help us out. This will help not only Spirit News Radio, but all the other awesome programs we have on the station. So donate by visiting phillycam.org or give us a call at 215-923-9776. And uh, all right, we got we got everything set up. Armani, take it away, man. Just let us know what we're listening to, and uh, the floor is yours. I think I'm in the mood to uh, play a cover right now. I don't know why. Go for it. I'm gonna play uh, "Fly Me to the Moon" by Frank Sinatra. Beautiful, awesome. Ooh. But in uh, in Armani style. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words, I said, hold my hand In other words, I said, baby, won't you kiss me Fill my heart with song, let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I, I, I worship and adore. In other words, say, please be true. In other words, say, I love you. Woo! 
fill my horizon. Let me sing forevermore. Now you are all I long for. All I, I, I worship and adore. In other words, say please be That was Armani Lee, everybody. That was fantastic. That was awesome. Thanks. A little bit of Frank. I love it, man. I gotta it's say, nice. I, I gotta say, I was tempted to sing along. You should have. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That is the biggest thing with me. Like, if you, I want everyone to. If you're inclined, please just set it free because that's how I started this whole thing. Frank's, set it free, Frank baby. Frank Sinatra would be my my go-to karaoke choice. Yeah, you know? it, it feels so nice. Uh, I wanted to ask though. So you were saying earlier though was. College dorm room started yeah, project. Dorm room dreaming, man. How did it start? How did, I mean, you probably covered this last time you were here, but because uh, I don't, uh, this is my first time meeting you. Mm-hmm. Um, did Guitarcules come to you and talk <laughs> to you in a dream? Or uh, I don't uh, know if you know about him. No, I've never heard of him before, oh, honestly. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what you're drawing right now? It looks pretty cool. <laughs> but no, honestly, man. It, um, from birth, like my parents have always immersed me in music, so yeah. like it was always in my blood. And uh, I don't know, I would just go to concerts with my parents, and I would look at the guy with the guitar, and I'd be like, "You are the coolest dude in here, no matter what. <laughs> I think you are so cool the way you're moving them strings and bending them and the faces and everything. Yeah. Like it was just so like enchanting to me, really yeah. for real. And then when I got to college, I was like, okay, what am I gonna do with all my free time? You know, you just have infinite amount of free time that you never knew you had. And I was like, uh, you know parties weren't really my thing i just like to just chill and get in my zone and find you know escape escape really you know within the strings and within the music that would come out and i was just obsessed with like getting better and that's why i'm here you know just because it's beautiful yeah i listen to like paco de lucia and i listen to like legends that are just like (laughs) and i think i think i'm cool because i'm just like sitting here and i can play you know four chord songs pop songs or whatever but like really trying to become a master so I can you know, teach others and yeah. share. Well, you're well on your way, my friend. Thank Absolutely. you. Where, really where, can, where can we find your stuff? Where can we listen to you? Um, right now, SoundCloud's cool. Spotify. My Liquid Hammocks playlist is on Spotify, which is pretty amazing. Um, Armani Lee Music on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm going to be releasing a single, Torcha, really soon. I'm really excited about that. Awesome. I've been wor- working really hard on that track. Well, let us know. We'd love to. We'd love to air it. On yeah, air, that, that we'd love to inc- debut. That would be incredible because yeah, man. When I listen to it, I I get chills. Just, <laughs> yeah, just there's sax and there's oh man, it's well both it's you nice. both you and Greg are always welcome on to Spirit News uh, you Radio. So you guys are uh, are, are big. Uh, you guys are fam. We're yeah, family. I appreciate that. Thank you for giving me a yeah, platform. Yeah, I'll I will come back. Yeah, of course. Yeah, whenever you whenever back. you need me, I'm I'm here. Just <laughs> and uh, awesome, man. So yeah, we we got a couple we got a couple shout outs for our fun drives. We want to thank uh, Remo Webb Johnson from New York City. We want to thank yeah. Thomas Beck from Northeast Philly. Let's go. And we want to thank Len Webb from Germantown. We really appreciate it, guys. Oh, there's is there some more? No, there's yeah, we're good. Yeah, that's everybody. So thanks so much uh, to everybody for listening. This has been. Uh, yet another episode of Spirit News Radio. You can check us out next week. We'll be here again live from WPPM from 6 to 7. And uh, until then, folks, don't forget, be the mouse that roared. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> be the mouse that roared.